This is Truth Be Told. Hey everyone and welcome to Truth Be Told. We're so happy you guys are joining us. We've been enjoying doing these episodes for you and we wanna know what you guys wanna hear us talk about at the table. But today, we are gonna talk about fearlessness. We're going to talk about overcoming your fears and we're going to be super vulnerable guys. So we really want to encourage you to share some of your stories as well. Um, just comment below, uh, just telling us a little bit about some moments where you've overcome fears as well. But ladies, I just wanted to chat with you and kind of just hear a little bit your story, your journey about facing your fears. You know, maybe there's difficulties, maybe, you know, you have it down. I don't know, <laughs> but just, I just want us to kind of share maybe a moment when we've had difficulty yeah. overcoming fear. Great. <laughs> well, I'll be Senators kind Mic of <laughs> scary sometimes. <laughs> well, it was funny because we were talking about this in full trans transparency. Like a lot of us at the table were a little yeah. nervous even approaching this topic. So just to be real about that. And so I think that's why we kind of had like a little pause. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, who's going to go first? Who's going to go first? <laughs> yeah, so... I have um, I have something to say on that topic. <laughs> I have something to say on almost every topic, as you may soon realize. Um, but anyway, my greatest fear ever since I was a little girl um, has always been that um, I would be insignificant. Mm. And so that actually has been, it can be like a downfall, but I actually view it as a really healthy fear because that fear allows me to push past almost all the other fears that I have. So wow, that's cool. I just, I feel like um, I would just be totally bummed if I died and didn't leave an impact or didn't leave this world better than what I found it. And so when I'm scared to do something, like whether it's public speaking or whether it's like starting a business or whatever it might be, the fear of me not having significance in this life actually pushes me past the fear of failure. And so for me, my greatest fear has gotten me through my other fears. So, yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. I, I had a situation where honestly, I was like afraid to have children. Like that was like a huge fear of mine. And I didn't realize really where it was stemming from. I just knew, like, I always wanted to have kids, like, since I was young. Like, I was, like, I told my mom one day I was sitting in the car. I'll never forget it. I think I was, like, 16 years old. And I was, like, crying. And I was, like, I think I just want to be a mom. Is that weird? And she's, like, no, honey. Like, that's totally normal. Like, that's okay. And, like, she just thought it was so beautiful. And, and she kind of just looked at me in, like, awe and wonder. Like, who is this, like, young person who's sitting here crying and weeping over wanting to be? a mother and then the strangest thing happened when I got married like I froze like I was like oh my gosh like this is like the perfect opportunity and the perfect formula to have a child but I was like yeah. scared yeah. and um so I kind of went on a journey of like trying to discover what was the root of that mm -hmm. and I realized you know my mom and I love my mom mom I know you're gonna watch I love I love you so much but she had said uh you know just throughout us growing up like I can't wait till you guys get older and you guys move out of the house because now I can finally do what I want to do and I didn't realize subconsciously that was making me feel like children would stop me from mm. my purpose that wow. children would stop me from pursuing my passions. I did not realize 
like how rooted that was in my core yeah. that it shook me and I was so afraid in a time that I should have felt so free to have children, right? And so I really just had to dive deep and work through that and really kind of go in and uproot that lie that was literally holding mm. me back from, yeah. you yeah. know, even the next generation. Oh, totally. <laughs> you know? Well, like, yeah. I seriously, I was just... Talk, having this conversation, so I just got back from vacation with my family, and my mom and my sister and I were just talking, and she was like, when are you thinking that you're going to have kids? And my sister and I were both giving, you know, the whole, like, well, I don't know if this is the right time, and maybe when this happens, maybe when that, you know, and I've been afraid of this, I've been afraid of that, and it was funny because we had just been talking to my mom, like, kind of coaching her through something that she was afraid of, and we were like, you, you know, you got this, mom, that kind of deal, and then we're sitting there giving her our excuses. And I sat there and I was like, we are so afraid. Like, mm. and I don't even know that it's worth being fearful because we're mm. kind of, you know, we're a very entrepreneurial family. Like everyone has their things that they do. And so I was like, I can't believe that this is the thing. <laughs> the thing that it's like you, your, your whole life, like your body mm. is like, hey, we can, I mean, like at least half your life. <laughs> we can do this. We are ready. We yeah. are ready. I know. And then, but, like, for part of that, your parents are like, you are not ready. You know? Yeah, right. probably good. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Um, <laughs> but that's really, that's really real. real. Yeah. I can absolutely identify with that. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyone yeah. else, like, have an experience where they're, like, afraid of something that kind of literally just triggered, like, ah. For sure. Like, for me, uh, I just had my birthday yesterday. But, <laughs> but... I think my, this past year for me has been like the biggest year for me in terms of like overcoming being fearful and letting fear stop me from pursuing things that are in my heart and dreams. And like Renee, like I have this huge drive in me where I'm like, I want to leave an, like an impact. I don't want to be average. And like, that's my biggest fear is honestly being average. And like, I'm like, part of me is like, I want to stand out. But then the other part of me was like, so afraid of rejection and failure that like, I was in this place of mediocrity that mm -hmm. I chose. No one else put me there. And I think it was recognizing that being fearless is just choosing to do something regardless of like, how, what the outcome could be and like being okay with failure. And because I am not defined by my failures and none of us are, they're just stepping stones to like understanding like who we are and like what we can improve on and how we can be better. And it's never like going to be this voice of, oh, well, you're a failure because this didn't succeed or this is taking more time than you thought. And it's being like, okay with the process, being okay mm -hmm. with potentially failing, but like overcoming that, like, that's what I believe fearlessness is, is taking the mistakes, the failures, the disappointments, and like pushing past that. That's so good. So that's been a year for me of like just <laughs> recognizing where that I have been fearless and it is the best and most scary thing ever. And just because I'm scared doesn't mean we stop yeah. or we hold back. I don't know. For me, I'm like, okay, no more holding back. That's awesome. So good. Um, yeah, wow, this topic, I feel like I could cry already. <laughs> um, I feel like my biggest fear for so long was being afraid that I was never going to find where I belonged. Mm. I remember um, I had quit my, you know, graduated from college, um, got a job downtown Chicago, quit my job, um, 
and went on like a volunteer, just kind of like a soul searching journey. Um, and then came back to Chicago, got another job. Um, and I still just like something fell off. I didn't feel home, even though it was home. Um, and I was like, I think I just need to move again. And I remember driving in the car with my dad and, um, you know, he's just giving me fatherly advice. And he was just like, I feel like you're never, I don't know exactly what he said, but I think he like something along the lines of like, like, are you just going to keep doing this every couple of years? And I was like, I just know that I'm never going to stop until I like find what my heart is searching for until I find like that piece of belonging. Um, and so it took a lot of trial and error. Um, I ended up moving to Austin, not knowing anybody. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, yeah, and a lot of people called it bravery, and I called it like almost desperation. It was like, so just even overcoming the fear of like, what if this isn't, like the what ifs of life, like what if this isn't where I'm going to like figure out where I belong, or what if I don't find what I'm looking for here? But I think that like overcoming that and just like following like peace and like where like your heart is leading you is what's helped me all along where it's like I know that like maybe this has what I'm looking for and I'm willing to go after it Um, so yeah I don't know and then just I was talking to someone a couple people yesterday and they were like how do you feel like you've grown the last year and I was like I just feel confident for the first time in probably ever Um, and I was talking to my dad again and he was just like he was just like, I'm just so glad that you've like gotten to this place. Um, and it mm-hmm. takes like, it's scary because I feel like now would be the time where I would up and leave, <laughs> you know, and start over again somewhere. But it's scarier, I think, to stay and like plant yourself somewhere and like yeah. be really seen and be vulnerable with people. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, overcoming fearless is finding a place to like be rooted and people to be rooted with. Yeah. Well, you also yeah, talked about beautiful. like having, I mean, it's, being driven by desperation. Yeah. Right? And so it's like, it's interesting with being fearful, like what actually brings us out of it. You know, Mm -hmm. like you talked about a motivation of, okay, well, I don't want to be insignificant. And so, and you talked about that as well. And I feel like, you know, with fear, it's like, it's managing it, right? Like it's like, okay, is is being uncomfortable right now worth Mm -hmm. That yes. feeling to get to the next level. Yeah. And I think right now, like the last, especially the last year, um, or really the last yeah. six months, I feel that my capacity as a person is increasing, but that also means sitting in discomfort a lot. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. there's that, that I know uh, Jessica Honegger so, talk, talks about uh, going scared. That's like the name of her podcast. That's and, cool. Like, yeah. yeah. That's really it's like, cool. okay, we're going to do this even though we're afraid, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. that yeah. is actually. I found that a lot of my fears actually have to do with uh, being afraid of being insignificant, Mm -hmm. but that I actually won't rise to the occasion of that because I do, I've always believed like there's something in me that is great, you know, for some reason, like my parents are amazing and I was always affirmed of that. But I think that what it's going to actually take for me to be disciplined and to live to the level of what I believe is inside of me takes a lot of being uncomfortable. Yeah, and so that's absolutely. been like the fear of the last six months of my life. It's like, am I going to settle? And if yeah. I do, it's kind of my fault. Or am I going to be, have that gut wrenching, like, okay, like I want yeah. more. You know? yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. the even if, yeah. you know, and it's crazy because yeah, I went through that. such a uh, uh, interesting switch in a season where I felt like fear was ruling me. 
And then I was on this war path of like, mm -hmm. I'm going to conquer fear. Like yeah. you ever have those moments yes. when you're like, yeah. I'm going to go after that thing no matter yeah. what it takes yeah. and like yeah. you're relentless yes. with it. I was like, no, like fear cannot control me. Like yeah. I just um, literally was like, it was, it was it almost makes, makes me think about that bully in school, you know, that, yeah. that yeah. like, is just like always taunting you and you're like you know you know today is not going to be like today yeah. is going to be the day that you stop bullying yeah, me yeah, yeah. and that's what I think fear is fear is a bully that just kind of just every single day you're going to school you know you're living yeah, your yeah. life just comes around and tries to tell you how to how to live your life and tries to rule you in a direction that keeps you um, from your purpose and from your destiny and from who you really are, are yeah. supposed to be and so I went through the season where I'm like you know what if I'm afraid of it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And so everything that I was afraid of, I was like, that's the thing I'm going to do. Like, I'm I'm afraid to, to you know, work out at the gym and lift, like, crazy amounts of weights. I'm going to do it. You know, like, like I'm afraid to go yeah. here. I'm going to do it. And I just she's started doing it. She's afraid to have babies. Yeah, so I'm going to do it this week. <laughs> um, so, true story. Anyway, so um, I was like, I'm going to get radical. I'm going to get radical yeah. with going after yeah. this thing of fear. And I think yeah. It, yeah. that jumped this thing out of me where I was like, I wasn't afraid anymore to yeah. do the thing yeah. yeah. because I was like, okay, like as long as I do it, that's how you overcome it. It's like facing your fears is how you become yeah. fearless. Yeah. And if you don't yes. face them, yeah. like they you, paralyze they you. Paralyze yeah. you. That's yeah. exactly what it does. You ever feel that feeling when fear is in your mm -hmm. room? It literally sometimes can physically paralyze yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like even like we have all these dreams that we want to go after. And like I remember at the be literally the beginning of this year, like January 1st, I became so afraid of time. Mm -hmm. I was just looking at my like work calendar and like the holidays we had off. And I remember looking at Christmas and I was like, the year is over. Like yeah. the year is already over. And I got became such a victim to time. And I was like, mm -hmm. I can't do, I can't fit all the things I want into. And I got so afraid where it, it felt paralyzing. And then I did nothing, you know? Yeah. I mean, I didn't. And then I like, you know, faced my fears, started doing things and realized like, wow, I have the same amount of time in a day as everybody else. Everybody's just as busy as me. So I think fear sometimes too is just like a really easy perspective shift yeah. to be like, yeah. oh, okay. Like this is actually like not as big of a deal. Like I, that I'm making it out to be. Absolutely. Like, yeah. it's not December 25th when it's January 1st. <laughs> I have a mentor in my life, and he uses the statement that the dogs of doom lay at the gate of your destiny. Mm. And so the whole preface is the dogs of doom, they're going to bark the loudest when you're stepping into what you're called to do and you're right. stepping into yeah. your destiny. Okay. So yeah. I often find, like, as motivation for me, when I'm, like, really fearful about something, like you said, like, just tackling it head on, knowing that that actually is probably a key to my destiny, Yep. then it gives me um, the courage and the boldness to step through and to kind of ignore because it's like their bark is worse than their bite. And it's oh, yeah. the it's same so with fear. True. I mean, fear is like a liar and it's going to scream at you. But the moment you conquer it, you're kind of like, Oh, yeah. Is that all? Like, yeah, yeah I got that. Oh, did I really care what people thought of me all that time? Yeah. Like, I think I about my little chihuahua when you talk about that. Like, or she's a chihuahua so there. Oh my and God, she's yes. always like barking. So, like, it'll be the biggest dog on, you know, on our property, you know, because we live in a complex and she will choose to lunge at that dog. And I'm always like, who do you think you are? You are so small. That is so funny. I love that. We can oh, learn lessons from your dog. Yeah, that's such a great descriptor of like how small it is. Like even like what you're saying yeah. in the scheme of what really is. It's like, 
it, it's like that little, little midget and you're like, or that little, little ant, like fear is like so small, you mm -hmm. know, and our destiny yeah. is so ginormous. And perspective yes. and hindsight is such a blessing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just have to take a look at high school. I mean, I'm in my 30s now. And so I look back on the things that I was scared of in high school or the people that I cared, like what they thought. Because fear of yeah. man, I mean, it's a big deal. We, have, we yeah. have a lot of fears. Yes. But I would yes. say something that almost every single person struggles with is the fear of man. Mm -hmm. What are other people going to think of me? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh, is people are people looking at me? Firstly, people don't think about us as much as we think they think about us. <laughs> so that should be reassuring. But I mean, you think back to things that like just, destroyed you in mm -hmm. high school mm -hmm. and paralyzed you mm -hmm. with fear and the gift of hindsight tells us oh I don't even talk to anyone that I go to high school with That's like true. that I went to high school with anymore so like it just really minimizes the effect that fear can have on us when we have some of this hindsight and perspective and um, yeah. I just am way more interested in getting on with what I'm called to do than caring what people think. Mm -hmm. I mean don't want like I still want to look cute and I still like <laughs> don't want to offend people. But yeah. you know at the end of the day like I'm not accountable to them. Yeah. I'm going to do my best to love people, yeah. but if they yeah. want to judge me like I'm not fearful of people's judgments anymore. And I, I was saying to the girls, like, I feel like coming into my 30s was such a gift for me in yeah. that area. Like, yeah. my 20s, I was just like, what do people think of me? How do I look? <laughs> like, what am I doing? Like, why do I care? And, like, when I'm in my 30s and three kids down, I'm just like, oh, I actually don't care. <laughs> like, I care about a person. I care about their heart. But if the, I don't care about the judgments that they make on my life. That's so, so, yeah. good. so well, good. Well, there's that quote out there. And I remember hearing it and just feeling like, oh, okay. This is something I got to deal with. And it was, if you live by the praises of man, you will die by them. Mm. And it's like, who you are, yeah. like, who I believed I was, was so dependent on, like, the compliments I got and what people thought thought or said to me and about me and what like the affirmations that they were giving me that I would become so caught up and paralyzed by that and then I was yeah. like oh well like I'm so scared to to kind of say anything that will rock the boat or I'm gonna like stay near the wall and become this wallflower that I was never intended to me to be and so it was like I don't want to die by their praises so why would I navigate my life for their praises like, yeah. I don't want to live that way. And I don't think anyone truly wants to live their life for anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Like, depending on their affirmations and exactly what people say about you. And, like, granted, there are people where I'm like, okay, like, you're someone I care about and you're allowed to speak into my life. But then it's, like, realizing that not everyone's going to want to be your friend and being okay with that. Not everyone's going to think you're doing the right thing, and that's okay. It's making sure you care about those voices that truly do care about you. Yeah. yeah. And know you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, so, it's amazing how many people will, like, throw their judgment on you who so, don't yeah. even know you. Yeah. Well, so there's, true. there's that. Like, yeah, well. Who are you? I mean, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. you don't pay my bills. Uh, right. you, you don't take care of my children. I don't have children, but I, I'm saying that for people who have children. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you don't take care of their children. You don't pay their bills. It's like, 
just, it's not even a yeah. factor. Like you can't even counter that into yeah. the sum total of the value of your life and what it is that you bring and how you show up and what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. I yeah. feel like the beauty of it though as well is like when you begin to not care about the judgments of others, you actually get better at not judging others yourself. That's, yeah. so, That's so true. true. Like, Ooh. which is so much more freedom, like drop. Yeah. you know, <laughs> and I am... Um, yeah, I, I think that's why, because I, I've stepped into a new level of freedom in this part of my life. It's because I've realized that, oh, I don't actually care, like, what some people think of me. And then I'm like, oh, so they probably don't care what I think of them, so I'm just not going to think, yeah. <laughs> like, about well, them yeah. in that way, you yeah. know? And it's I'm, like, I've got a lot of time then, <laughs> like, when in my head, you know, when I'm not consumed with other people. Yeah, well, I, I mean, honestly, there was a time in my life, like, not too long ago, especially with everything that went on in our country politically, like, in a, this past election, it was very, it felt very volatile, especially online, and a lot of my life is lived online, like, I work online, so um, I was actually, I feel like I didn't even, I was afraid to even have an opinion about a lot of things, mm -hmm. or even to know, like, yeah. What do I feel anymore? Because I feel like I can't even have uh, an opinion or even have, um, I didn't feel that I had the freedom to even voice something if I felt a certain way. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. that fear of man actually held me back in what do I even believe about myself? Mm -hmm. Am I a good person? Like yeah. all, all these things, you yeah. know? And so it's really, the last couple of years have been a journey for me of saying, okay, what do I stand for? Who am I really um, without the voices of everything yeah. else yeah. around me, without all of the noise? And that has been a really interesting journey. And yeah. I think for it, ultimately it's come down to, okay, do I love well? And if I love well, yeah. and then... I believe that my heart will be known even if, yes. you know, something stupid yes. accidentally flies out yes. of my mouth. Like, yeah. <laughs> to yeah. be honest, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, so, yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because when I think about fear and I think about facing fears and overcoming, I realize when I look at my life, it was almost like leveling up. Mm -hmm. So it was almost like, okay, there was this little fear monster, right? And it was like, okay, I faced that. Then all of a sudden it was like, I leveled up. It, it's empowering yeah. Yeah. when you face those fears and you walk through that. Yeah, you, It's like what you were saying. It's like, it no longer becomes a thing that you're really thinking of. It's almost like those fears, you, you turn it around and it empowers you mm -hmm. and levels you up to be able to walk in a, another place of yeah. freedom, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think it, it ranges from everything, whether that's confidence to ask for a raise, whether that's confidence yeah. to, you know, uh, talk to a friend about something that's that's been bothering you, whether it's facing a fear of like jumping out of a plane, like it can be any level, but I don't know. I, I just find it really uh, important to remember that every single time you have a fear, it's an opportunity to level yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, come on. Put your big girl panties Come on. on. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm Do saying. Do you say that in America? Yeah. That's the, the title of this episode. Uh, big girl panties. Oh, that actually would be a great, that's great. That's going to be what it is. <laughs> I just took this message. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so what advice would you guys have for someone right now who's like, look, I'm really struggling with fear. Like, I'm literally feeling, like you were saying, yeah, paralyzed mm -hmm. in fear. Like, how can we, like, encourage people who are watching today to just face that? I think some of our fears, um, like, when we have, like, more surface level, like, they seem surface level. Like, I'm afraid of, I don't know, like, 
time, you know, but like, and then it's like to like take some time and really like dig deep and find the root of what that fear actually is, you know, like process it out. And I think get with people um, that you trust and say like, hey, like this is what I'm afraid of. So they can like stand with you and be like, okay, no, like this is like remind you who you are and like how powerful you are and like ask them for feedback, like ways they've seen you grow over the last year or so. So they can like affirm you that you're more powerful Mm -hmm. than like this, like in like this fear or this moment of fear that you're like facing right then. Yeah. And I think really that like what like yeah, being in a community where a lot of people are like facing their fears is really powerful too. So yeah. to like get around people, you know, that are also like going after that. So yeah. you can be like, oh wow, like if she can do it, I can and it just kinda like rubs mm-hmm. off on you yeah, too. Yeah, so you know? true. Yeah. That is so yeah. true. Yeah. I feel like we touched it um, in another episode, I wasn't sure which one, but like the power of your words and the power yeah. of declaration and positive yeah, yeah. declaration. And I think like reminding yourself and not even reminding, cause maybe you've actually never known, but mm, telling yeah. yourself who you are and your significance and your calling that's on your life and telling yourself until you believe it yeah, and yeah. letting that voice in your life be more powerful than the voice of fear. Because I mean, Fear is just a voice, right? It's just this little voice telling us we can't do it, we're not enough, we're too much. I mean, it's like hot air, you know? And so I think when we can just really begin to believe who we are and our identities, then I think that that is like a huge deal in facing fear. Absolutely, I agree. Like, I think the easiest way you can achieve any goal or any dream is putting something that you know you can attain right in front of you and plant like mm-hmm. and deciding to do it so mm-hmm. like I'm I'm seriously every episode I swear I'm talking to myself <laughs> because I'm like okay yeah. <laughs> so put something in front of you for your day where you're like there's no reason for me not to do this like yeah. if it's sketching something or like reaching out to someone like I'm t- I started a business and it's been a learning process and the one thing that stopped me so much is looking at the big picture and like looking where it's not looking where I want it to be but it's taking so much time and instead of doing that looking at where what's like one thing I can do today to like make it grow or how can I grow as an individual and I think that if you just give have some grace for yourself and for your process to take time and so um like if it's going to the gym, like you're not going to go to the gym suddenly and like love every bit of it or know exactly what to do. But the only way you're really going to know how to do anything at the gym is to go. And you can watch people. Just don't be creepy about it. But like just observe. And it's like making a simple choice to change your life instead of looking at where you're not or or being frustrated with your process. Like have grace for your process. Write out a plan and get going. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's writing. Like writing Mm -hmm. for me is huge. Journaling is really huge. I feel like it really dives deep into the monologue of your mind. Whoa, Mm -hmm. that's a monologue of your mind. That's cool. That's (laughs) a book. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) But like, I was just like, take it. 10%. No, but like the monologue of your mind and it really just kind of can identify those things. So for me, a really huge practical tool is like journal, write down, like make a list of things that are patterns that are coming up in your mind that you really feel like, man, I'm hitting a wall in this Mm -hmm. and really jot that down and then go after those things like they were saying, like Mm -hmm. go after the root. Where is that coming from? Where is that stemming from? Then add those declarations, those 
affirmations over yeah. your life and speak those things over over your life yeah. and then come up with a plan, a practical thing to say, okay, these this one thing I'm going to tackle. Don't try to do them all at once because yeah. it, it's like, it, you know, but start at the top. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the lowest hanging fruit one, right? Go after that one and, and literally make a plan and just do it. You know, you'll never know until you try. Yes. <laughs> and if you're motivated by gifts and rewards like I am... <laughs> Okay, so I have, like, I, part of, like, what I do for a living is speak in front of people, but it, it, it is, like, I get nervous to do it every single time I do it. And so part of my reward is I buy myself something. That is <laughs> so I do it fun. Fun. <laughs> I So I just had to speak last night, and I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to get up and speak, I'm going to buy myself a new pair of shoes to do it in. Ooh, so so I, like, reward Amazing. myself when I overcome fears. I'm like a six-year-old child, really. That's, that's my new thing. so funny that, that, you, so... that you did that. Like, last night, I like I was like, honey, I think I'm going to have, like, some of my vegan ice cream and treat myself because I'm really, like, no, I'm not kidding. I'm very food motivated. No, yeah, I am. And, and I'm really, like, restricting, like, you know, sugar and, you know, and yeah. things like that. And so I was like, babe, I, I think I did really well last night. Like, I was like, I was like, okay, like, I'm going to treat myself. I'm and giving I, myself a yes, reward. And yeah. I did, and I had ice cream last night. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> so I love that. That's I know. Funny. I love that, too. Very much so. And honestly, I have to get off the food motivation train. No. You know? But, um... <laughs> <laughs> you can get on real. the shoe train. And I will get on the shoe train. I'm about yeah, yeah. the Are you guys the train. same size shoe? I don't know what size you have. Oh, I'm a nine. I'm, oh. I have big feet. I'm okay. surprised by this. Oh, my okay. God. Well, I have small feet. <laughs> um, so my last – well, it's kind of piggybacking of, off of what you guys are saying about, you know – our, our internal dialogue, something that has helped me a lot, even in identifying, like, oh, this is complete, like – crap like yeah. like this thought that I'm having this is totally a fear not real yeah. um has actually been I, I think it's a Brene Brown like in one of her books saying oh the story that I'm telling myself mm-hmm. is yes. blank because for me to be like what am I afraid of it's like everything you know <laughs> but, but really, just actually write out like the story I'm telling myself is if I do this then blank mm-hmm. and that has been enormously That's helpful awesome. and then something I think I talked about this in our episode about you know self-talk in general but something that's been helping me in this season is imagining myself as like elevated Kristen so like yeah. <laughs> what is you know the the most uh pumped up motivated version of me and like what is it going to take for me like what would she actually tell me like mm, I actually imagine myself she is wearing like her trainer outfit she's got her like fabletics on she's <laughs> like get with that program <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining our chat on becoming fearless also be sure to follow us on instagram at truth be told show and hit that subscribe button so that you find out when we have new episodes live Thanks so much for watching. Oh, and you still have time to enter our giveaway. So if you want some amazing serum from Second Kind Beauty at Second Kind Beauty on Instagram, if you want to check it out, please check out our video on self-care and learn about all the rules so you can enter that. We'll see you next time.